hands up be dead. I want you, I want you to hold your hands. And I want to pray this morning as I and I go before the Lord. Just agree with me in prayer. Father, you know your where we are, you know every need, you know the lives of your people, you know the challenges. But God, according to your word, it is desire. You said in the Deuteronomy that if you'll listen to the voice of God, observe to do all your commands, and all these blessings will come upon us. You say you'll make us the head and not the tail, above and not beneath. You say we'll lend to many and will not borrow. God, you say we'll bless and prosper everything we put our hands to. Father, I pray this morning for supernatural faith to be released in the lives of your people. That they'll begin through the eye of faith. They'll begin to see what only you can do. And God, as they step out and as they act in faith, I believe that miracles are going to happen in the lives of your people. God, I decree it right now that faith for miracles, faith for the supernatural. And God, we thank you in advance for what you're going to do, that you're going to get all the glory. God, that, that Lord, we're going to be able to do more. We're going to be able to bless more. We're going to be able to, to, to serve more. God, because you out of increase. We ask and we thank you for it right now. And all God's people said. Now come on, give God one more shout. Come on. Turn with me in your Bibles to 2 Kings chapter 4. I, I, I tell you, and they say, Neil, are you sure you still want to minister? You don't know who's going to be there. A lot of people are going to be. I say the right people are going to be there. Amen. All God needs is is, is is, a, is folks who got some faith. Because the folks who had fear stayed home, so you're in the right, I got the right crowd this morning. Come on, give God some praise this morning. If there's one message that has ministered to my heart, and I've meditated on this, and I want you to, I want, I want faith to, to, to be released in your heart this morning. I'm reading at 2 Kings chapter 4, and I'm going to read verses 1 through verse 7. And I want y'all to, uh, um, to, to be in agreement with me in prayer. And we do need to get someone to look at our sound system with these speakers going out. It's, uh, I think it's, we just need to get an adjustment there. So anyway, we'll get someone to look at that. So if I go in and out, just bear with me. Second Kings chapter 4, verses 1. The wife of a man from the company of the prophets cried out to Elisha, Your servant, my husband, is dead. And you know that he revered the Lord, but now his creditors is coming to take my two boys as his slaves. How many know she was in a desperate situation? And Elijah replied to her, how can I help you? Tell me, what do you have in your house? And your servants, she said, your servant has nothing there at all. You know, isn't it amazing that sometimes we can't see what's in our house? Sometimes we're blinded to the possibility of what God want to do. Sometimes we can get so stuck in doubt that we can't see what God can do because we're so focused on what's not happening or what we don't have. And she was sort of at that place. She said, your servant has nothing at all, she said, except a little oil. And Elijah said, go around and ask all your neighbors for empty jars. Don't ask for just a few. 
Then go inside and shut the door behind you and your sons. Pour oil, oil into the jars. And, each, and as each is filled, put it to one side. She left him, and afterwards she shut the door behind her and all her sons. They brought the jars to her, and she kept pouring. Somebody say she kept pouring. And when all the jars were full, she said to her son, bring me another one. But he replied, there is not a jar left. Then the oil stopped flowing. I want to tell you, that'll preach all by itself. See, sometimes we limit God. God was going to give as much oil as she could get jars for. Sometimes we only got faith for five jars. Some people got faith for ten jars. But I want you to, he said, don't just get a few. Isn't it amazing how we sometimes limit God? We, 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 oh God, if you'll just do this. is able to do exceedingly, abundantly, above all you could even ask or think. And so, so don't, I look at somebody and say, don't limit him. Went and told the man of God. Then the all stopped flowing. So verse 7, here's my, and she went and told the man of God. And he said, go and sell the all and pay your debts. And you and your son can live off what is left. I like, I like the fact that God is a God of overflow. I like the fact that he's a God of more than enough. He didn't just give him enough just to pay off the debt. He said, pay off the debt and live off the rest. How many, how many want more than more? I, I, God don't want you just debt free. He wants to give you more than what you need. Amen. So that you can be blessed to be a blessing. And so I want to share real quickly. I want to, you know, uh, I, 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 can, I can take my time because y'all ain't rushed to get out in the weather. Amen. <laughs> but I'm not going to be long. Amen. The first thing, hear me. If you and I are going to experience supernatural, I'm talking about supernatural death-free living, you must determine what you have. The beginning of faith always starts with what you have and not what you have not. You know, isn't it amazing? God could rain it out of the sky. But God has chosen to work through what you have and not what you have not. She said, your servant has nothing except all. You remember the story when Jesus fed the 5,000? The, the disciples were overwhelmed and said, Lord, send people away. How can we feed this great multitude? And Jesus asked them, well, go, go see what, how much we have. And they found a little boy that had five loaves and two fish. How many know a little becomes much when you put it in the master's hand? Oh, that's all God needs is a little. Look at somebody said, God, that's all God needs is a little. You see, often we get so focused on our circumstances that we do not see what we have. She said, your servant has nothing at all, but I, I want you to know, except a little all. I want you to know, God doesn't need my, all he needs is a little of your time, a little of your energy, a little of your talents. When we give God our little, he's able to multiply it and use it for his glory. And, 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 and we see in Mark 6, they said, how many loaves do you have, Jesus asked. He said, go and see. And when they found out, they say five and two fish. I want you to know that there was other people in the crowd that had their lunch, but only one was willing to give it to Jesus. I want you to understand, in 5,000 men, that we know there was more than, that it was only, it was 5,000 men, so it, most, most Bible scholars estimate there was at least 20,000 
people. I want you to know there was more than one little boy that had, had a lunch that day. But there was one that had faith to say, God, I have what I have. I'm willing to give it to Jesus. And I, the beginning. And I want you to know that if you and I, the beginning of, of supernatural debt-free living is always determining what you have. It's seeing through the eye of possibility. It's learning to, to say what is in your house. I shared the miracle of, of our own life. You know, Ann and I, when we first got out of debt years ago, uh, we were broke, busted, and disgusted. Anybody ever been there? Can I have an Amen. Anybody ever had, when you didn't have no, you didn't see no way out. And I, and I want you to know, you get tired of bouncing checks, you get tired where, where you come to the end of the month and there's no money and, and you got bills waiting and it was like, God, how are you going get, to get, get us to this place? And I want you to know, God, that word came to me, what is in your house? And the Lord reminded me I had a lawnmower. How I many of you know that's all he needed? God is my witness. I'm telling you, the Lord reminded me. Listen, you see, sometimes we look at what we don't have, but God reminded me. I didn't have no money in the bank, but I did have a lawnmower. Somebody say amen. And lawnmower, how many know God got us debt free? Somebody give God some praise in here. I begin to see through the eye of possibility. You know, Y'all know that we, 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 were, we were on standby. We, our, we had opened our gym to be a shelter because we have learned that, listen, if we'll avail ourselves and be willing to use what God give, God will do the rest. I, uh, thankfully, we didn't have no money. Thankfully, nobody needed to use our shelter. They closed the shelter down. Come on, give God some. That was no. But we were, we, were, we were on standby, but we learned a lesson. You know, when Hurricane Katrina came, there were thousands of people in our community with nowhere to go. We were reminded, but God, we do have a building. We didn't necessarily have much food. We didn't have any blankets. We didn't have any cots. But I mean, all God needs is a little. Look at somebody and say, all he needs is a little. And for those of you that are visiting, we opened our doors. We, we took a step of faith. And when we opened our doors, God supernaturally provided. And we served over 15,000 meals, housed over 800 people, gave away thousands of goods to people, and God paid the bill. Come on, somebody give God some praise. We have learned if anybody ought to have faith for miracles, people in this church ought to have faith for miracles. Can I have an amen? And so I want to ask you a question. What do you have in your house? What can God work with to get you out of debt. God will always start with what you have and not what you don't have. And faith always starts with what I have. And when we begin to learn, assess what we have and determine what we have and give it to God, that neighbors first begin. The second thing Elisha said to go around and ask your neighbors for empty jars. Don't ask for just a few. And I want to title this. This is the principle of work. She did not worry about her situation took action. You know, it took faith to believe the God. You know, all she had, she said, all I got is a little oil. So he said, listen, what I want you to do, go and ask your neighbors, ask them for vessels, ask them for empty jars, but don't just ask for a few. See, that's where faith comes into play. You know, God says, according to your faith, be it done unto you. You know, little faith could have said, well, I, I, she could have went to three neighbors and got three jars. She needed more than three jaws to get out of her situation. 
And I want to encourage you, faith without works is dead. God always works. Listen, the Bible says diligent hands will rule, but laziness leads to slave labor. Proverbs 14, 23, the scriptures are on your handout. Listen to what it says. All work brings profit, but mere talk leads only to poverty. You can sit around and talk about how bad it is. That's why, that's why you got to watch listening to all the negativity of the media. I've learned, let me just tell you, if you listen to the negativity of the media, you, I'm going to say it again, fear makes the news. Faith don't make the news. And they, 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 they feed into people's fear, feed into what, what, what's not working and what's broken and what's going to happen. And they try to create a, a sense of fear and calamity. But I want you meditate on the word of God. It'll feed your faith. You got to start your doubts and feed your feet. Sometimes you got to turn off the media and you got to turn on and listen what God is saying because if God said it's possible, I mean, no, listen, it doesn't matter what the world is saying. It's what God is saying. Can I have an amen? Somehow she actually must have turned her doubt off and begin to turn her faith on. I like what it says. It says that she said, go ask for some vessels. Listen to me. I'm going to say it again. There were many people who had lunch that day in the crowd when Jesus fed the 5,000. The reason why the little boy became the hero is because he was willing to use what he had. See, God will always bless you when God needs us a little. Don't. And I have learned through the years that, listen to me, listen, all God needs is a little. Don't be afraid of, 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 of stepping out in faith. You know, I, I could have got overwhelmed. God, you said we're going to pay this off. But, you know, God, Neil, all I need is a little. All I, I, that's all I need is you, just your obedience. If you, will, if you will just dare to ask. Notice she wasn't afraid to ask. This is, the, this is one of the keys that you need to understand. The Bible says you have not because you ask not. Anybody that know anything about me, I'm not afraid to ask. We recently painted the exterior of all our, our, our church facilities. Doesn't it look beautiful and, and really, and, and, edible, and, and so, you know, it looks nice, doesn't it? Come on, let's thank God for that. Now listen to me. I want to give you the principle of asking. We have an account with Sherwin-Williams and they had given us a price per gallon, $29 for the right exterior paint that would be for this facility, $29 a gallon. How many would take a whole lot of gallons to paint some, the exterior of 100,000 square feet of building? Well, that wasn't good enough for me. Well, you know, they, I said, well, you got to give us some discount. And, uh, well, they said, well, we can give you $24 a gallon. I said, no, that ain't good enough. I said, why don't you talk to your manager? I said, you can do better than that. Well, I want you to know they talked to the manager. They said, well, Pastor, no, we talked to the manager, and they said, because you've done so much business with her, we're going to give it to you for $19 a gallon. $10 off the gallon. Come on. Oh, we got, we got, we got, we got. Let me just tell you, I, I've learned you have not because you ask not. And I want you to know, we were able to save hundreds and hundreds of dollars on, on the repainting of this facility because we were simply willing to ask and I've learned the principle those of you know me know that listen I don't I everywhere I go I'm always asking 
for the, for the best possible price. Can I have an amen? Because I'm a child of Abraham. The Bible says I got favor. I'll give you favor with God and favor with men. And everywhere I go, I ask for favor, and God gives us favor. Come on, how many want some favor in this place? Well, listen to me. If you want favor, you got to listen. Favor can't flow through pride. And some of you, the reason why I know favor can't work through your life because you're too proud to ask. You too proud to admit you got a need. She went for much, but can you? And she wasn't too proud to say, "Listen, can you give me some empty jars?" I'm not asking for much, but can you give me some empty jars? I'm sure they got that. See, I've learned when you're not too proud to ask, God can flow in a way that you never thought possible. Come on, because He said all things are possible. He said you have not because you ask not. Everywhere I go, I get blessed. I'm just telling you. I, I mean, it's, it's amazing. Everywhere I go, miracles happen. Favor happens. You know, I expect it. Anybody expecting favor? Stop being fear-minded, but start being favor-minded. Stop expecting favor to come your way. And I want you to know, if you are learning to tap into supernatural, say supernatural. Supernatural death relief. God's going to cause supernatural favor to come. I want you, they'll, they'll write it off just because you ask. The third part is what I like the best. I say you got to use what you have. Look at somebody and say you got to use it or lose it. Don't be too proud to ask. Some of you got enough stuff in your house that you could just sell what's in your garage and you get out of debt. Oh, he got quiet in here. <laughs> oh, let me tell you. Listen to me. God, let me just say, sometimes we waiting on God, but God is waiting on you. Don't limit God. Let me just tell you, when, I, when I'm releasing my faith, I'm looking at every possibility. I'm going to sell everything that ain't screwed down. <laughs> Thank you, Jesus. Thirdly, I've told you I'm not going to be long, but this is the one I like the most. Here's the key to the supernatural. I'm telling you, listen, what's on the leader will be on the people. I'm, I've witnessed, those of you that have been around my life, you've seen God do the supernatural. We, I can tell you, we can stand here and talk about miracle after miracle during Katrina, during Isaac, during a tornado. When we have seen and we have stepped out in faith how God has done the impossible, people still ask me, Pastor, still explain to me, how did y'all pay off $2.2 million of debt when y'all had a $2.5 million loss and all they gave you was Explain that one. Say, say but, God. but God. Come on, say, but God. But here's the key, and this is the one you got to understand. If you don't get anything, this is what separates those who receive and those who don't. Doubt and do without. Believe and you shall. Culture of doubt and unbelief. We live in limited. That's why you got to renew your mind. That's why the Bible says, don't be transformed by this world, but be renewed by the spirit of your mind. People, they don't expect certain things. Our world is filled with negativity. It's telling you why you can't do it. I remember when my wife and I first decided to get out of doubt. One of her relatives said, listen, oh, it'll never happen. Uh, you'll be in doubt all, uh, you know, you'll be in debt all your life. We had to close our ear to doubt and unbelief. And some of you have bought into that. Well, you know, you always 
Oh, somebody, the devil is a liar. The Bible says, oh, no man, nothing but to love him. Can I have an amen? But here I want to read this as I prepare to close. Then, listen what he said. Then go inside. Shut the door. Look at somebody and say, shut the door. You got to shut the door to doubt. You got to shut the door to unbelief. You got to shut the door to negativity. You got to shut the door to the naysayer. I want you to know there are people that tell you why it can't happen. I want you to know if you believe, God says all things are possible to them that believe. Shut the door. There's a place to shut the door. Let's just say, shut the door. Go inside, shut the door, and you and your sons, and pour all into the jars. And as each is filled, put it to one side. And she left them afterwards and shut the door behind her and her son. Listen to it. Somewhere along along the way, the woman of God dared to believe the man of God. She dared to believe that if he said it, God can do it. She dared to believe. Listen, could you imagine when you got a little oil, that's all you got, and somebody tell you, but go bar as many jars as you can, and as you pour, God's going to cause each one to get filled. How many know the Bible says it takes faith. It takes faith to believe that if I'll act on the word of God, then God will do what we can't do. Listen, I've learned if you'll do the possible, God will do the impossible. As she poured, God multiplied the oil. The problem is often we, 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 we limit what God can do. Jesus said in Mark 9, 23, if you can believe, all things are possible to them that believe. That's why I like to start out the end of the beginning of the year dreaming before God. God, what do you want to do? I don't have to, listen, what God wants to accomplish in my life. Did, did, did I think that I'd be standing here on July 14th? Uh, uh, totally debt-free, owe no man nothing but to love him with money in the bank to give to whatever need I got. I, I, you see, if I looked at my circumstances become January, how you going to do it? But you're going to believe it, but I believe because God said it. How are you going to do it, God? I don't know how you're going to do it, but you, God said, I just want you to believe me for it. Look at somebody say, you just got to believe. See, faith is believing that, not that you don't have to figure out how you're going to do it. You just got to believe that God can do it. Can I have an amen? Because more often than not, God's ways are not our ways. A lot of times we think of it this way, that, that, that oh, well, maybe God will send a, a wealthy uh, NFL football player and they'll just write one big check. But more often than not, hear me, in 24 years of pastor, you want to know how the miracles of and come or what we've seen has been the faith of widows and single parents. It's been the faith of the people. It's not been often the most magnanimous, the person who had the greatest money. It's been the person who had the greatest faith. And God's often say, I've chosen the poor in this world to be rich in faith. See, listen to it. That's why I understand faith will set you apart. It's not your resources, it's your faith in God that will make the difference. Do anybody here got any faith in God? Let me tell you, I like Shambach used to say, you don't have any trouble. All you need is faith in God. Anybody here got some faith in God this morning? Because if you're going to believe God for supernatural debt free, you're going to have to learn to release your faith. I remember clearly, y'all remember, September of 2007, we were coming, we had 12, by the time I stood up before the church, we had 10 weeks left. 
before the, the, our, our, our contract expired. Ten weeks to come up with $350,000. Now, I, I want you to know uh, it could be overwhelming. Oh, yes. But hear me. I had a word from the Lord, and this is what God said. Neil, give me your and load. It's my job to do the multiplication. I stood here and I told the church, listen, the owners had given us an opportunity to buy this place. I said, but we got to, this is how much we got to come up with. And we got 12, we got, at the time, we had 10 weeks left to come up with it. You know, I had members of the church started getting together, murmuring, complaining, or listen, how, how it ain't going to happen, how it'll, this will never happen, whatever. That's why you got to close your ears to doubt and unbelief. Can I have an amen? There are going to always be people tell you why you can't do it, why it can't happen, why it'll never happen. I want you to know you got to, you got to shut the door. Say shut the door to doubt. Say shut the door to unbelief. Shut the door to negativity. There'll always be people that tell you why you can't and why it won't happen and why it won't, it will never happen. But I want you to know that's what faith is. Faith will dare to believe what God said. If God said it, I believe it, and that settles it. Can I have an amen? And because we just chose to believe God in, t in about 10 and a half weeks, $350,000 was raised. We walked in the bank with $850,000 cash and sealed the deal. I got 10 of you excited. Oh, that ought to give you. I, 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 see, that's why I'm excited about what God's going to do. Now, here's what I want to tell you. There was not one person who did not release their faith that God did not bless. We had members of our church got blessed financially, got blessed in all kinds of ways. See, God wants to bless your life. I, I, I read it early on, but Deuteronomy chapter 28, it talks about the blessing. God wants to bless your health. God wants to bless your, your, your finances. God wants to bless your relationship. God wants, to bless, God wants to bless every area of your life. I don't want to limit God. I want to live in the overflow. I want to live in the abundant life. But I want you to know that when you begin to release your faith, I want you to know then God will do what you never even thought possible. And as they poured God did it. Listen to what Jesus said in Matthew 9, 28, 29. Many of you know that there was a blind man who came to Jesus. And when he had gone indoors, the blind man came to him in Matthew 28, and he asked him, and Jesus, listen to what Jesus asked him, do you believe that I am able to do this? That's the question I want to ask you as I prepare to close. Do you believe that I'm able to do you believe? Get you out of debt. Do you believe that God? Listen to me. It's, it's easy to say amen. But you see, faith will set you apart. Faith says, I believe it. Listen to what, then this, this is what he did. He said, yes, Lord. He replied. Then Jesus touched his eyes and said, according to your faith, be it done unto you. I want you to know, it's according to your faith. That's why I don't criticize if God's blessed about Then just, listen, you'll connect with their faith your life. I'm just telling you, there's faith in my heart that we're going to, we're going to, I believe we're going to surpass 304. I believe we're going to have overflow. Come on, can I have an amen? God already told me, listen, we're going to build, we're going to have a state-of-the-art uh, community center next door in that 60,000 square foot Kmart building. 
Come on. Oh, I, I got one person excited. Oh, yeah. I like that. I like when God does it. I told we're going to have a bowling alley in there. Oh, yes. We're going to have all kinds of state-of-the-art recreation and workout equipment and say, and say paid for it. God likes to do miracles, but he likes to work through you and I. That way, that way you stretch your faith, you get blessed in the process. God can rain it out of the sky, but he's chosen to work through you and I. He wants to work through our faith. I, I, I'll tell one last story. You know, Ann and I had committed when we were raising 350000 We stood up and we said, well, listen, let's believe God that we're going to give at least the 10%. Now, at that time, we did not have $35,000 to give in the process of 10 weeks. Nowhere near. We, we scaled back. And just so we do the possible. We, we, we chose to cut back on our utilities. We began to look at every way we can possibly save. We cut back. But it still was an impossible task. I was in Columbus, Ohio. Sharing and uh, in, in, in preaching in a in a, in a uh, conference, and a guy from from uh, the New England states was in that meeting, unknown to me. The Lord told him we we were after all of our faith. We were still about twelve thousand dollars short of releasing our faith to give what we were committed to give. You know what? I didn't know it, but God spoke to him, and God told him to write me a check for twelve thousand dollars. The next morning, listen to me. He 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 rebuked the devil at first. But the next morning, he came to the meeting, and he said, I couldn't sleep all night. He said, because I wrestled with this, the Lord told me to write a check to you for $12,000. Huh? My wife said it was $10,000. It was $10,000. And we were able to meet our commitment, and God provided supernatural. Come on, let's say I'm telling you the God of miracles. I'm telling you the God who can take, who can, who can turn things around. I'm telling you a God who can keep your mortgage. I'm telling you a God who can bless you in unreasonable, unnatural ways. I'm talking, listen to me. It, it, sometimes it don't make any sense. But God, say, but God. And lastly, this is what he said. She said, we did what you said. He says, and she said, she went and told the man of God and said, we did what you said. He said, go sell the all, pay off your debts, and your sons can live off what is left. Listen, lastly, if you're going to experience supernatural debt relief, you got to make, make a commitment to paying off your debt. Let me just share you why it's so important. Because the first time I heard a message about supernatural debt cancellation, and releasing our faith, I was a member of a church called Reserve Church about 35 years ago, or um, 30-something years ago. And there was a man of God named Wayne Myers, and he came into that church. And he, God put on his, he was a man of faith, and, uh, and he said, listen, I'm going to raise today $100,000 for missions. We looked at him like he was crazy. 
And he began to say, listen, the problem is you don't see what you have. You're so focused on what you did, don't have, you don't see what you And I want to tell you, he said, some of you got boats you hadn't used. Some of you got lawn equipment you're not using. He said, oh, yeah, it's in the house. He said, it's in the house. And before you know it, people started coming and said, well, yeah, I'm willing to sell my boat. I'm willing to sell it. And God put on my heart. I want to tell you this. and I had a, Angela had a, 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 a used car. You have something. We didn't have much money to sell the car to missions. Now, this is why I want to tell you the importance of paying off the debt. Somebody agreed to pay it, and they said, Pastor, listen, that's such a deal. I'm going to pay you in advance. They paid me the money in advance. But you know what I did? I could to give towards missions. But a need arose. Well, God, I know you're going to understand Although I committed to missions, God, this need came up. And instead of taking the money and giving it as I promised to the Lord, I spent it. Well, guess what happened? The day the guy came to pick up the car, we had an unusual freeze. Sometime, I'm talking about late, way after the wind, an unusual freeze. Guess what happened? The engine block froze and cracked. I not only had to give the guy the money back, all of a sudden, things in my heart begin to break. All of a sudden, like God, because you see, you can't rob God. The Bible says better not to vow than to vow. See, that's why some of you, your money is not is funny right now. Because you make commitments and you don't keep them. That's why I'm just telling you, it's serious when you don't play with God. God can... Open up a supernatural flow, but are you going to do your part? And God is my witness. I share this to let you know I didn't do my part, and I said, and I took the money. But this is what I did. I say, when I realized that that listen, I was no longer under the favor, the blessing, the overflow. I repented. I borrowed money. God is my witness. I borrowed money to make good on my promise. I say, God, I'm already in debt. My goodness, I I I got to make good on my commitment. I went and I borrowed money. I said, God, I promised you to give this for missions. And I made good. You know, when I paid, when I, when I committed, gave to God what I committed, all of a sudden, God looked like the cloud, the windows of heaven opened, the cloud lifted, and God began to turn things around. Come on. I, I say that because the Bible said, the wicked borrow and do not repay, but the righteous give generously. That woman, I'm sure, when 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 she all this all started multiplying and stuff, she could have said, "Well, I need a new camel." And today, you'd say, "I need a new car. I need a new washing machine. I need a new day." You know, listen to me. That's why I've learned if you'll honor God, God know your need. But I want you to know if you do, if you if you commit to honor the Lord, God will honor you. And I've learned. That if God can get it through you, he'll get it to you. I've learned that, listen, when God brings resources, I'm, you got to use it for what he gave it for. 
My wife and I, we're going to stretch our faith to give more than we've ever given. It, it's been a joy. You know, it, one of the things, for those that's visiting, twice we've given away all that we have and all that we own, and we got more than we've ever had before. God is blessed. I mean, you just can't outgive God. Oh, that's a reason to shout right there. Come on. Listen to me. I'm telling you, you know, listen to me. People look at me like, I, when I decided to give my whole full 1K to the Lord, folks thought I was crazy. You got young kids, how they going to get their college paid? How you going to get this need? How you going to get that? You know, they got all kind of, but God said, give it, and I'm going to take care of you. Here's my witness. When you honor the Lord, say, honor the Lord. When I gave my whole 401k, I'm not telling you to give the 401k. If God tells you to do it, you can give it because God, God told you to do it. I gave it to the Lord. God is my witness. All my kids were able to go to college. None of them have debt. Come on, God is. God paid the bill. How do you know he's no respecter person? What he did for me, he'll do for you. I want to ask you this morning. How many of you want to be debt-free? If that's you, stand at your feet right now. I'm going to close. I want to close. Come on. I, I believe, listen to me. More than anything, I need to ask you the question that Jesus asked the blind man. Do you believe? Do you believe? We used to sing that, so I believe. I believe. Lord, I believe. Lord, I believe. Do we have any believers in here? I, we, the world is filled with doubters. God is looking for believers. I don't care what you God is using this foolish, uh, he's, he's taking our lives as an example to show what God can do. I want you to know that, that he's no respecter of person. What he did for me, he'll do for you. If you won't be a hater, don't listen. Don't get a hater. Don't be jealous. Listen, Raymond said years ago, if God is blessing your neighbor, that, that just means he's in the neighborhood. Look at somebody says he's in the neighborhood. He's in the neighborhood. Come on. He's in the neighborhood. He's in the neighborhood. Now, I'm telling you, I stand here as a pastor, and I'm telling you, remember, we're going to go debt-free. Come on, let's give God some praise. How? Because God has found some people who believe. I got believers in the house tonight. Slip your hands up right now, right now. Come on, all over this place because I believe with all my heart. Faith rising in your heart. You might, don't look at your circumstance. Don't look at your situation. I'm telling you, I know what it's like to be broke. I know what it's like to have nothing. I don't, I know what it's like to do. God, I don't even know how, where it's going to come from. I don't know. I, I've exhausted everything I know to do. But, but God, but God, today, Father, as you see the men and women in this place slip their hands up before the Lord, I pray let faith let faith, supernatural, yes. supernatural faith. Come on, let them begin to believe. Come on, begin to, yes. come on, close your eyes and see through the eye of faith. See that debt paid off. See yourself debt free. See, come on, see, see God doing it. See God turn around. Don't listen to your fear. Don't listen to your doubt. Don't listen to your nation. Begin to see, begin to see what God want to do. Father, in the name of Jesus, I pray let faith arise. I pray faith is belief for the impossible. 
Faith to see the invisible. Faith to hear the inaudible. Faith to do the supernatural. God, faith. God, we're going to do more than we ever do, ever have done, because faith rising in the hearts of your people. Faith is rising. And you're going to share a quick word. Yeah, I just want to share something. I've been meditating on this uh, last week. In uh, Luke 1, and of course, the other gospels share the same story about Mary. When the angel of the Lord visited her and told her she would bring forth a child, she had a choice to make. She could believe or she could have doubted. She could have looked at the natural and said, no way in this world, this has never been heard of, that a woman, woman brings forth a child. The woman has a baby without a man. This, is not, this has never been heard of. And there, I believe in my heart that things that will happen yes. in our lives that have never been heard of. Yes. This does not make sense yes. in the natural. Simply because we believe. Here's a word of the Lord, what it says in um, Luke 1, 45. Blessed is she who has believed that the Lord would fulfill his promise to yes. her. Blessed yes. are you who believe. Yes. That the Lord will fulfill his promise yes. to you. That he'll do everything he yes. said in his word. And yes. Mary was so excited. She yes. broke out in song. And she goes on to say, my soul glorifies the Lord. Yes. And my spirit rejoices in God my Savior. For he has been mindful of yes. the humble state of his servant. From now on, all generations will call me blessed. For the mighty one has done great things for me. Church, I believe that we'll say, the mighty one has been done great things yes, for me. Come on. Generations will come call on, me blessed. Generations will see yes, the goodness of the Lord in my life. Yes, Thank you, yes. Lord. I, I just want to pray. Grab the hand of your, and join your faith with somebody right now. Just grab the hand. Father, you see every person. The Bible says the eyes of the Lord run to and fro throughout the whole earth. You see the hearts of people. Lord, you want to show yourself strong. You want to show yourself mighty. You want to do the impossible so that you alone get the glory. So, Father, I pray right now, all over this room, God, get glory. Do the impossible. Work miracles. God, do the things that will confound the minds of men. That, Lord, that they'll have to say only God could have done this. God, I pray that only God could have got us out of this situation. Lord, so right now, I prophesy in the name of Jesus. I prophesy supernatural death. I prophesy, Lord God, miracles happen. I prophesy, God, wealth and resources coming from unexpected places. And God, we thank thank you, you. Lord, we know it's for your glory. It's not unto us, but Lord, it's unto you. So that you might get the glory. So that your name might be lifted up. That people might know that there's a God who still do miracles. Yes, Jesus. So God, I thank you right now. You, as your people commit, as they commit to pray, I pray that God, as you get it, as as you get yes. it through them, you'll get it to them. I yes, pray, Lord. Lord, wealth, resources, yes, Lord. ideas, yes. inventions, dreams, Lord yes. God, begin yes. to come in the minds of your people. I yes. pray right now, God. Witty ideas, witty inventions. God, come on, God. All they need is one idea, one word. Come on, God. Do it right now, Father. Drop it in their spirit. Come on, God. God. That's right. Deliverance, Lord God. Breakthrough, Lord God. Thank you, Father. They'll begin to move in the supernatural, Lord God. God. Father, you'll make a difference on the job, Lord God. Truly, they'll be the head and not the tail. Above only and not beneath, Lord God. Open doors, Lord God, like never before, Lord God. Yes. 
Thank you, Father. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Come on, let's give God some praise all over this place.